Heavenly Father, we pray that you would speak to us now. We pray that your words would bring life and light. We pray that we would know your presence with us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This morning, I want you to take a chance on me. I need you to give me, give me, give me your attention. Because knowing me, knowing you, this is something that you need to hear today. In fact, it's better than money, money, money. And if you get what this morning's sermon is all about... Then you'll get on like a dancing queen. They stop now, I promise. This morning we're thinking about ABBA, but not the Swedish pop group, thankfully. Instead, we're thinking about our ABBA. Being able to call God ABBA. As Paul says in verse 15, if you have the passage open in front of you. By whom we cry, Abba, Father. We're in a short series this autumn as we work our way through Romans chapter 8 about living by the Spirit. A fortnight ago we heard about the wonderful good news that there is therefore now no condemnation For those who are in Christ Jesus. We already know the verdict on the last day. We're already confident that nothing can condemn us. Because we are in Christ. Now that is good. And great. And wonderful. But there is even more to the Christian life. Than just knowing that truth. Today, Paul opens up a bit more of what that means for us as we're brought into God's family and receive his inheritance. So let's dive in at verse 12 as we unpack these glorious riches of Christ. Verse 12. So then, brothers and sisters, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to To the flesh. Paul says that we are debtors. That we owe something to someone. Now he doesn't spell it out here explicitly. But we'll work it out in a second what he's talking about. But notice that he does tell us who we don't owe anything to. Verse 12 again. We are debtors not to the flesh. To live according to the flesh. I wonder if you've ever changed jobs. You've worked hard for your previous employer. But now you work for your new boss. And then your old employer comes around. Asking would you do me something for them. Could you help out. Could you come in for a wee while. Well, you would be able to say to them, look, I don't owe you anything. I've finished working for you. You don't control me anymore. You don't pay me anymore. I don't owe you anything. 
And that's what's going on here. Paul has showed how we have been rescued from living according to the flesh. Living according to our own desires. We don't owe the flesh anything. Our time for living by those desires is finished. But you might still be wondering, well, who do we owe something to? Well, look at the contrast that Paul sets out in verse 13. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. Paul says there are only two ways to live. Either by the flesh, the path that leads to death, or living by the Spirit. So it must be the Spirit to to God that we owe everything. We've been ransomed, healed, restored, forgiven. Everything that we have is because of God. So how then do we pay our debt? How do we respond to God's good news? Well, it's by the Spirit as we put to death the deeds of the body. Do you see how strong this language is here? Paul doesn't say, don't do those things that you used to do. No, He says, put to death the deeds of the body. You have to properly get rid of them, fight against them. You can't just avoid them. But notice again that it's not something that we do by ourselves. It's by the Spirit. We need his power to lead us and change us, to kill off our sins. Now when you look at those at two ways to live in verse 13, which do you think is the easy one? To live by the flesh and do whatever you want? Or to live by the spirit and, and put to death the deeds of the body? Well it would be far easier to just do what you want. The struggle, the fight is to put to death the deeds of the body because deep down we still want to do those things. But there's encouragement here. You see, if you are struggling, if you are fighting against your sin, then that's a good sign. As verse 14 continues, for all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. If you're struggling with sin, if you're by the Spirit putting it to death, then you're being led by the Spirit. And if you're led by the Spirit of God, then you are a son of God or a daughter of God. The language of sonship here is because at the time only the sons inherited from the Father. So if you're struggling, Then you're being led by the Spirit, which means you are a son or a daughter of God. What an encouragement that is. Perhaps this week you have been discouraged by your weakness, 
by how easily you have slipped once again. You know better, you try harder, and still you fall. The fact that you're frustrated by that, the fact that that annoys you, the fact that you really don't like it, that's a good sign. Because it shows that you're led by the Spirit, that you are a child of God. And it comes through the Holy Spirit, Paul says, verse 15. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Holy Spirit doesn't come to us to bring fear or to bring slavery. Rather, he is the spirit of adoption. He brings us into God's family. He makes us into a child of God and teaches us how to call God our Father. Abba, not the Swedish pop group, but Abba is the word for Dada, Daddy, Dad. In Aramaic, it's one of the first words that a little baby learns. Well, it's by the Spirit that we can call the God of the universe our Dad. We who were on the outside are brought in by the sacrifice of Jesus. And the work of the Spirit confirms what has happened in our hearts. Confirms who we are and that we are His. Paul says, verse 16, The Spirit Himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Provided that we suffer with Him. In order that we may also be glorified. With him. The Spirit confirms that we really are God's children. And he also confirms that we are God's heirs. God's inheritance, all that he has, is for us, for all who believe, for all who are his children, the brothers and sisters of Jesus. What a transformation in just a few verses. From owing everything for our very lives in verse 12. To inheriting and receiving everything in verse 17. Everything that the Father has is ours in Christ Jesus. The glory lies ahead. And in the meantime, as children of our Abba Father, we are called to live by the Spirit, to put to death the deeds of the body. That's why we're going to sing that little song in a moment. Abba Father, let me be yours and yours alone. May my will forever be evermore your own. As the Holy Spirit comes into our lives he changes us he helps us to love the things that God loves to do the things that God loves perhaps as you 
hear of what the Christian life is like. You think to yourself, well, that sounds great, but I'm not there. I just do what I want to do. I live according to the flesh. Well, turn around today. Don't stand around on the outside any longer. Come in. Come home. And know the God of the universe as your Abba. Your dad. He longs for you to come. And to be his child. But maybe maybe you are a Christian. You're finding things tough. Sin keeps popping up. The same sin keeps popping up. You keep doing things that you don't want to do. You're struggling. Well, be encouraged by the Holy Spirit living in you. Leading you to keep fighting as you put your sin to death. You're not living in slavery and fear. You're adopted as a son. As a child of God. God gives us what we need to live for him. The power of his Holy Spirit dwelling in us. So keep going. Keep fighting. Keep putting your sin to death. Because when you come to your Waterloo, the winner takes it all. Christ and his co-heirs receive the kingdom. Receive all the riches of God. The children of our Abba Father. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the privilege of calling you our dad. Thank you that you have called us into your family. We pray that you would help us to live out that truth this week. Help us to follow you and to follow the leading of your Holy Spirit. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.